With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Well, welcome back to the program. It is uh, well, on the eve of the AFL season, whispers, of course, but uh, we will turn our attention to cricket at 9am this morning, the first of the two test series against New Zealand from the Basin Reserve in Wellington. SEN will be covering it uh, every single ball, and Adam Collins heads it up as always. He's been good enough to take our call this morning. Colo, welcome. Good to be with you, Gary, and yeah, great to be back in Wellington. It's been eight years since we've had a test match where Australia have played in New Zealand, so there's a, there's a bit going on here today and a bit riding on it in terms of where World Test Championship and all the rest and um, yeah the New Zealanders are pumps they've sold out all four days the first four days of both Test matches I would imagine they would be uh, their history suggests that they've got no chance of winning uh, Crash Credit continues to tell us they've won one of their past 31 Tests despite the fact that they are if not leading the World Test Challenge at the moment certainly in the top two yeah, I, I should um, I should check in with that. I had one of the last 29 against Australia, but I'll trust Crash. Either way, it's one one test they've won against Australia since 1993 and eight in total. So they had that really impressive period in the mid-80s where they beat Australia in Australia in 85-86 and then again in 1986 over here under the captaincy of Jeremy Coney, who's part of our commentary team over the next fortnight. But yeah, there's that big brother, little brother thing going on, which I know New Zealanders find patronising, but from a cricketing perspective, um, it has played out that way either at major tournaments or um, or more more acutely at test level where um, we saw when they came to Australia just before the pandemic in 1920 that there it was a pretty good New Zealand side on paper and we thought well this might be the sort of team that could knock off Australia and they never looked likely and over here in 2016 as well um, we came over here thinking that Australia might be vulnerable to the moving ball and all the rest of it and well they racked up 500 plus in both test matches so um, that's the challenge for New Zealand I think today getting into the series on day one. They, they, if they want to have any chance of winning this thing, they've got to make a statement early on. In the lead-up, are they in better shape than they've been previously or not? I know the Australians, the last time we played a test uh, match, we lost to the West Indies. So we're not coming off great form. Yeah, I reckon they are in pretty good nick. I'm, I'm reluctant to lean too much into the form they had against South Africa because that was a third-string team due to the internal politics in South Africa at the moment, which was regrettable. But what they did do there was unearth a, a new, tall, fast bowler, Will O'Rourke. He took nine for 93 match figures, the best debut ever for a New Zealand bowler. I watched him net the other day to Kane Williamson, who's 
by the way, Kane Williamson's made eight centuries in his last 10 test matches talking about great form. And he worked Williamson over in the nets. He's tall, steepling, steepling bounce, great pace. So he's done enough to overtake Neil Wagner in the pecking order. And Neil Wagner's retired. So they like that young 22-year-old bloke, O'Rourke. So keep an eye on him or listening to him throughout the course of the next five days. Then the experienced duo of Tim Southey and Matt Henry with the ball in conditions which should suit. I'm looking out my window now and it is raining in Wellington at the moment. Hopefully it won't be raining when play begins, but it rained quite a bit yesterday. So they'll, it'll be a surface that looks green and has been under covers for the better part of 24 hours. So if New Zealand get the chance to bowl first and play to their strength, um, look, they're, they're a side that reached the number one in the world a couple of years ago. They did win the World Test Championship final in 2021. So the first cycle of that. So they have shown a capacity to, um, to punch hard uh, in the last five years or so in Test cricket, just not against Australia. So they ruffled Steve Smith and your Wagner last time out, so they're going to miss him. I wonder if Willow Rourke and Henry will go after him again at the top of the order. Um, Rushin Ravindra has been a revelation. So for the Australians that perhaps haven't come across this young man, to watch him in action against our bowling attack will be fantastic because he looks like he's the real deal. And along with Kane Williamson, they have got uh, some batting stocks. Yeah, well, Ravindra, they are reluctant to play in Test cricket because his first-class numbers aren't, aren't too much to look at. But, I mean, as we all saw in the World Cup last year, rattling off 300s, including one against the Australians up at Dharamshala, he is class. And um, coming off the back of a, a double hundred against South Africa. So um, he's got his opportunity now. Um, they, they are missing Devin Conway, who's another match winner, who made a double hundred on Test debut at Lords a couple of years ago and was part of that World Test Championship winning side in, in 2021. So that's significant. It's also significant that Carl Jameson isn't, isn't available either. He's um, going through another round of um, another round of treatment for his back stress fracture. Um, he's taken 80 test wickets at 19, I think it is. So they've got some big outs, but the fact that they can call upon someone like Ravindra, who wasn't really part of their test thinking up until the last couple of months, is noteworthy. Uh, and Daryl Mitchell as well in, in that, um, in that, in, uh, in that um, uh, New Zealand middle order. Daryl Mitchell's ranked number three in the world, according to the ICC right now. So Kane Williamson, number one. Daryl Mitchell, number three, and Ravindra on the rise. So, um, yeah, they are a stronger side on paper, at least, uh, than they have been the last couple of times they've played Australia, even with those absences. And that'll be the fascinating thing. Is, is it all stacks up pretty well on paper, that, but yet something happens when they come up against the Aussies, whether it's a, some sort of big brother complex, which they talk about, we will find out. Um, from our point of view, our, our top six uh, from a batting point of view will be the thing that we're going to watch with the greatest of interest. Do you think this is a settled six? I think they desperately want it to be a settled six. They've made their call with Smith. Uh, look, Smith... Uh, wanted this last challenge in his test career. He wanted to go to the top of the list. He saw an opportunity. I think that actually shows great maturity from him that he didn't want to hold on to number four, which is the premier pristine spot in the batting lineup for him at least, until uh, the bitter end. He's like, no, no, it, it, the bigger picture here, they want to get Cameron Green back. He saw an opportunity to, to shuffle himself up to the top of the list and replace David Warner. Whether it works or not is an open question. I think that's okay, right? We don't need to know the answer um, before, uh, before the start of this series. But he carried his bat for 91 at 
at the Gabba uh, in that thrilling loss against the West Indies. So he at least has shown some aptitude in this early stage, small sample size. Green at four, rattled off a, a really impressive century down at Hobart in the Shield a couple of weeks ago. So he's in good nick, didn't make runs against the Windies at four though. Um, and, and part of the reason they've gone to him a little bit earlier up the order than would have otherwise been the case is that Mitchell Marsh has to be selected at number six. Mm. So Marsh has created a bit of a log jam, but Smith has seen the bigger picture and in turn that's led towards Green getting his chance at four. And what it all boils down to is they want this batting lineup to have a really impressive couple of weeks here, get themselves back into the top two of the World Test Championship, rock up at home next year against India and have a, a good showing against them, having lost the last two home series against India, I hasten to add. So that's significant on a number of levels. Make the World Test Championship final again. And, you know, the final's only the final's only 15 months away. So they'll be thinking if this top six can get them through to that, uh, that, uh, that juncture, it'll be mission accomplished. But, yeah, it does feel like if, if conditions are sporting, uh, that could be where New Zealand have their opportunity as this, this top six try to bed themselves down. And it's, of course, the first away series without David Warner as well. And Warner didn't have good numbers away from home, don't get me wrong, but still just that idea of uh, recalibrating a batting lineup. It sometimes can take a while to bed down. Great stuff, Colo. I can't wait. I love watch, uh, watching cricket against New Zealand because it means so much to them and they, they're so competitive. It will be an absolute belter. We'll see if Manus can make some runs. It uh, starts at nine. Yourself and Jared and Ian Smith and Daniel McCarty. It'll be great coverage. We appreciate you giving us some time this morning. Cheers, fellas.